back on the Workers' Beat. I'm Gene Lance. The beautiful redhead is here. Good morning, Bonnie Mathias. Hello, hello, hello. The Workers' Beat is about everything from the point of view of working families. We like to start with things you can do. News you can use. April the 8th at 5 p.m., there will be an event for Marvin Scott III, who died while in police custody in McKinney. The event will be at 2011 West University Drive in McKinney. Mm. And I got that information from Les Cunningham. Okay, April the 13th, the Young Active Labor Leaders Monthly Meeting. Contact Rosie. April the 16th at 4 p.m., all union members and supporters are invited to the first constituency meeting for labor solidarity. Everybody that is interested in that can contact me, genelance.org. April the 20th at 7.30 is the monthly meeting for the Dallas Central Labor Council. All members of of affiliated unions are invited. April the 22nd, the Texas Organizing Project will be hosting a community forum in District 7. Contact Tempest McHenry, 214-704-8114. April the 24th, early voting begins. Also April 24th, the Texas Federation of Teachers Retiree Lobby Day. Contact Judy at 214-729-0063. April 25th is the last day to get in your applications to vote by mail for the May 6th elections. And of course, the elections, what, May the 6th? May the 6th. It's a Saturday. What are you going to do after this meeting, Bunny? I'm going to Sand Branch. Sand, What's Sand Branch is an unincorporated uh, place in community in the southeast corner of Dallas County. Um, they have no running water. They have no sewer system. Uh, they uh, they live on donations of bottled water. Uh, and I'm going down there with uh, my brothers and sisters from Southern Sector Rising, uh, which is the group that was formed out of Shingle Mountain. Uh, four years ago this week, I might add, which is so cool. Because, uh, you know, Shingle Mountain has become um, kind of a poster child for environmental justice uh, all over the world, believe it or not. Uh, Marsha Jackson and Alan McGill Marcia Jackson is the executive director of Southern Sector Rising. Alan McGill is the chair. Uh, I serve as the secretary uh, on the board of directors. Um, You know, it's amazing to me that we are in one of the richest states and one of the richest counties in the country, and we have a community that has no running water. And I don't care if it's 10 people or 100 people uh, or 10,000 people. That's just, that's wrong. That is wrong on so many levels. And uh, the article that I was just reading was from 2021, uh, the, the latest information that I could find about Sand Branch, other than uh, ways to donate water. I <clears throat> said that John Wiley Price had given up. Just They'd just given up. But Leon was here earlier, and we were kind of talking about some of the CARES money uh, and the infrastructure money that's coming out of Washington. So I'm going to be doing some delving into that uh, to find out how do we get it and how do we get these people what they deserve. Okay. 972-647-1893 is the number if you'd like to call us here on the Workers' Beat. If you want to comment on Bonnie's efforts down there uh, in southeast Dallas County, it would be a good thing. There's a lot to comment on. Uh, you could, for example, comment on Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. It was revealed during the past week that for the last 20 years, Harlan Crow, a billionaire from here in Dallas... <laughs> has been taking him all over the world on his jet planes and on his yachts. And uh, Mr. And, and Clarence Thomas has not been uh, revealing this. This has all been kept secret. Uh, meantime, he's making important decisions affecting the entire country. Uh, his wife is a well-known 
a conservative activist who has received gigantic donations, also from Mr. Harlan Crow of Billionaire of let, Dallas. Let, let's just narrow it down so maybe people can understand. Are you familiar with the Trammel Crow? Mm-hmm. Okay, same family. Yeah, same Trammel Crow was his He's father. He's the daddy. <laughs> and I think he has a brother named Trammel Crow, too. I think so. But he runs the family's fortunes. Yeah. And uh, he is apparently also running at least one member of the Supreme Court. At least one that we know of. So Who knows? Last, last week, the question was, should uh, Donald Trump go to jail? The question this week might be, should Clarence Thomas go to jail? How about we just hold him accountable? Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, man. There this is some guy. talk about impeaching him. I don't know if that's even possible. There's no political will to impeach a Supreme Court justice. Yeah, if there Thomas. was, they would have impeached Brett Kavanaugh five minutes after they confirmed him. <laughs> Call us in your opinion <laughs> at 972-647-1893. Why should they have impeached Brett Kavanaugh? Oh, my Lord. The man is a liar. He, he liked beer. Um, he, he was accused... Uh, of sexual issues in college with women. Uh, You know, he's... uh, So he's not a good guy. No. And, you know, he sat there, as did uh, Amy Coney Barrett, sat there and said, oh, Roe v. Wade is settled law. Roe versus Wade is settled law. We're not we're not going to relitigate that. So you don't think they're going to impeach Justice no. Clarence Thomas? Well, they're certainly no. talking about it. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Here's what I got from uh, well several news uh, news outlets. For more than two decades, Justice Clarence Thomas <laughs> has accepted luxury trips virtually every year from the Dallas Republican mega donor Harlan Crow Jeez. without disclosing them. Documents and interviews show. Crow also funds Jenny Thomas's ultra conservative activities and makes donations to causes that the Thomases like. And that was in the Dallas Morning News, ProPublica, NBC, and it was all in Polyclips. Oh my! Clarence Thomas has come under particular scrutiny for potential conflicts of interest, in part because of the political activities of his wife, conservative leader Virginia. Jenny Thomas. On Thursday, that scrutiny intensified. ProPublica, that's a news service, Mm -hmm. reported that over the past decades, past two decades, Texas billionaire and conservative donor Harlan Crow repeatedly hosted the justice on his private jet, (laughs) his private yacht, and at his private Adirondacks retreat. And let, let me just say, Clarence Thomas, oh, excuse me, Justice Thomas. Well, I, I talked to the other the other justices, and, and they said, you know, this is a personal friendship, I, and I don't have to report those yeah. kinds of things. Oh, dude, you are a liar, <laughs> liar, pants on fire. So now the Dallas Morning News is going on and on about uh, who Harlan Crow is, <laughs> as if everybody didn't know. I saw that. He inherited Jeez. millions and millions of dollars. And he has some really uh, unusual things in his art collection, including paintings by Adolf Hitler. 972-647-1893 if you have something you'd like to say. Labor enjoyed important election victories in the Wisconsin Supreme Court and the Chicago mayor's race. I didn't know much about either one of the candidates, did you? Well, I've been kind of following the Wisconsin uh, Supreme Court race uh, because it was a, a ultra-conservative election denier mm-hmm. uh, who was also one of the fake electors that was put forth by the state of Wisconsin uh, during the um, uh, confirmation of, of Joe Biden. So, uh, the other, the woman that won, thank God, is a liberal mm-hmm. who uh, has now swung the court back the other direction uh, where we won't be talking about uh, uh, outlawing abortion and uh, women's health care and so on and so forth. Uh, like Speaking the, of outlawing sp- abortion. Go ahead, Bonnie. <laughs> so, Judge Kismeric in Amarillo, 
very conservative Trump-appointed judge. This is called forum shopping. They look for a judge that'll give them what they want. That's right. So they looked all over the country, and they found this ultra-conservative Trump-appointed federal judge in Amarillo, Texas, to take on the case against the FDA for, that's the Federal Drug Administration, against mefepristone, which was approved for morning after for women 23 years ago with no issues. Now he says, oh, I don't think it's safe. Yeah. Y'all? 23 years ago, they approved it, and it's been in use for 23 years, and now he says, oh, I don't think it's safe. Uh, Like he would know. Like he would know, you know, because all these decisions that are being made for women are being made by men, primarily Mm -hmm. white men, Mm -hmm. old white men. Mm -hmm. And I have only one thing to say. What's that? Every pregnancy in the world begins with a penis. 972-647-1893. If you want to give us your opinion, or you can just listen to ours. We have a lot of them, don't we, Bonnie? Yes, sir. 972-647-1893. Then there was a judge in Washington State pretty much at the same time that said, well, this is a fine drug, and go right ahead and use it. It's exactly. Okay. So we're like in So the- that just shows how polarized the, the nation has become. Well, the, the other interesting thing about Judge Kaczmarek is he made that ruling and then he placed a seven-day hold or stay on his own ruling. On so, his own ruling. Yes. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, and then of course we have this great judge in Washington that said he's crazy, uh, but now it goes to uh, the uh, district fifth district court of appeals, mm-hmm. which is terrifying because it's ultra conservative. Mm-hmm. So, ladies, no, you better give out the phone number. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Oh my God, the phones are ringing. Oh, I'm scared. Good morning. <laughs> Thanks for calling K and Win. Hello. Yeah, this is Roberto. Hello, this is Roberto Alonso. Good morning, Hello, Roberto. Roberto. Good morning. Listen, I'm gonna get busy pretty quick, but I wanted just to call in and talk briefly about what happened in Austin this week on the budget. Oh and yeah. There's, uh-huh. there's a lot. There's a lot to talk about, but the part that I'm going to concentrate is related to labor, mm-hmm. and specifically, specifically on how uh, at the House the vote was, uh, I believe, 82 to 56 against vouchers. Yeah. Uh, how do you get to 82 when there's only 64 Democrats? <laughs> and if you look at the vote, not all the Democrats of the 64 voted against the voucher amendment, but. Uh, as it relates to labor, number one, it's a big labor win. But more important, the bigger win besides the vote is how we got there. Mm-hmm. And what I know of how we got there, labor has uh, knowledge of working the process and how they were able to and continue to work uh, in a bipartisan fashion to uh, uh get a coalition of um, uh, Democrats, you know, all Democrats practically, and the real Republicans, letting them know how if vouchers was to pass, then uh, the rural areas would lose a lot of money. So it was a win, uh, but it's not a win-win because you got to continue because if you look at the history of two years ago, they got over 100 votes. Right. On the same amendment by Abel Herrero, the state rep uh, from uh, Corpus, Democrat. So well, doesn't the Senate have a? Doesn't the Senate have something else, Roberto? Didn't the Senate say that they were for vouchers? Meaning, in other words, yes. that uh, they're going to yes. take our tax money and spend it on religious schools and private schools. Yes. Yes, but to pass a law, you need a House, Senate, and Governor. Uh-huh. If the House is adamant on this particular issue, so the House is going to stop them. As I said, you know, and, and continues as I say, in a you know working together like the labor got them to do. And I say labor yes. because other folks, you know, have a different strategy. Well, it's either this or that. If we can't get it, we're not going to go for it. Labor understands That's that. Right. Uh, working together, like this is an example, and of course, 
we're not going to win everything, but this is an example of how, one, there is a big win, and two, how, and, and to me, seeing the folks that got it done and continue to have to get it done is, is uh, labor. And one of the big guys that uh, through the years got to this point and was able to work as a leader of labor is Rene Lara, who used to be the legislative director for AFL-CIO statewide. Right. And is now in Washington, D.C. Well, that, that was yeah. a good one then. Thank you. Yeah, we did win. And did I understand win. that the, uh, they were also going to give some money to the teachers and to the state workers. Yes. But, you know, and I, I, I wanted just to concentrate on that part because it shows, you know, successful results as long as you stay in the play, understand the process, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, work in a coalition fashion. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Got to give a lot of credit to uh, Rick Levy on this one. Labor is also working yes, right now in city council elections. Uh, labor is involved in politics because politics is involved in labor, right? Thank, right, thank you so much, Roberto. They're going to make us take a break. Yes. We'll be right back. Thank you, Roberto. Have an awesome, happy Easter to you, my brother. So happy Easter to you guys as well. Thank, thank you. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. On the workers' beat with Bonnie Mathias and Gene Lance, we just had a call from former state representative Roberto Alonso saying the good word was that the, the state house is going to stop them from giving our tax money to religious and yes. private schools. Yes. But you can call us with your opinion. Give us the, the number, Bonnie. 972-647-1893. And I know we got callers on here right now. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Good. Happy Easter for you guys both. Thank you. Uh, Bonnie, you're a very courageous woman. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I appreciate I, that. I, I just love you to pieces. When you quoted about uh, uh, about a man's, you know, penis was, you know, whatever you said, I was just laughing hysterically. You brought you brought in my rising. The world today, as you know. Um, um, the the world has always been run by a man with a penis, you know? Yep. Never by a woman. Never. And I just want to know, why is that, you know? Well, we outnumber them now. <laughs> we, we outnumber them now, and guess what? Bunch of women are standing up and taking charge and saying, we're not going to put up with this anymore. Uh, exactly. Just just look around and and keep fighting. That's all I can tell. Every single woman in this state, every single woman of childbearing age in the state of Texas, your female reproductive organs belong to the state of Texas, and you will do what they say you want. You need to do not what you want to do, and that exactly. is crazy. Mm-hmm. What do you think, sister? Just because they have, you know, a penis, they run the world. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you, do you agree with Bonnie that women that. are going to get together and that, that we're going to make a really big difference? I think so. Uh huh. Well, on, on behalf of the the other side, uh, there are a few men that support women's rights. There are, and a lot of them are in labor. That's right. Go That's ahead, so, go ahead, though, sister. And then I think with taxes, I don't think so. That's all I have to say. All Thank right. you very much. Thanks so Thank much. Thank you. Appreciate and good you. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Uh, slightly off topic. This isn't a penis question. Oh. Uh, just have a, I'm a member of CWL Local 6171, and, and apparently we just rejected the latest tentative agreement. And I was going to see if anybody uh, with the local is listening in and, and – uh, has any input on that because according to the company it was recommended by the by the the local but uh that's it that's all i well we, we need to ask you something Six, course, 6171 CWA, okay. cwa 6171's been on this program several times uh the president yep. has and uh yep. but you need to explain to people that are not in unions what does it mean that they rejected a contract offer what does that mean uh, it means that the uh, details of the contract weren't found acceptable by the members, and mm-hmm. they. Uh, that's the. So mean, it ain't it ain't a contract until the members agree, right? That's right. Correct. 
and the members did not agree in this case. But uh, you're saying that the leadership did recommend it, or the, that's just what that's the company what the said? That's what the email from the company said. That's how disappointed they were that we shot it down. And, What's the rule and, uh, on uh, believing the company out there? Yeah, right? We know better. <laughs> What's the rule for you guys? Well, that's why I was hoping that maybe someone with the local might want to call in and comment. Right. Well, I, I'm reaching out. you don't out. believe it just because the company said it. Right. I'm reaching out to your president right now to see. Mm -hmm. uh, Working cable guy. Got to jump off the phone now, but I just thought I'd put that out. Thank you very okay, much. Okay, cool. I'm reaching out to Travis right now to see if I can get some information on that. Thank you so much for Good calling. Man. Thank you. You bet. 972-647-1893. In general, during this period, people have been getting pretty good contracts, but not nearly good enough. Mm -hmm. The uh, Yesterday was the day that the Bureau of Labor Statistics came out with their information. I believe they said that wages had only gone up 4.2% over the last year, at a yearly rate, that is, of 4.2%. And inflation, as you know, was like 9%. So we lost money. We lost a lot of money. The good news was, for the first time in I don't know how long, uh, in, the uh, black unemployment rate went down. Didn't go down a lot, but it dropped down to 5.0%. The white unemployment rate was 3.2%. Teenagers, 9.8%. Women, 3.1%. Adult men in general, 3.4%. Wow. Asians, 2.8%. Now, that's interesting. But for the first time in a long time, it actually went down for African Americans. That's and, good. And uh, that was very, very good news. I saw some more analysis on that this morning in the Washington Post. But we have to take a call because we have somebody waiting. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Morning. How's it going? Glad to hear good from morning. you. Good morning. Hey, I got a question to that lady's question where she asked about the guys and women's rights and this and that. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the the only problem with this is that when it comes to most women, and I'm not saying all, but y'all know what I'm talking about. A lot of people hate to admit it when they get older. When a lot of people are young, they make foolish mistakes. And when, like, say, say for instance, you have the young ladies that like the bad boys, okay, they get pregnant. And then people that are working hard, making money or whatever, their tax dollars are going towards uh, welfare and <laughs> things like that that are taking care, that are having to take care of that, which takes away money mm -hmm. from the general mass. So if, if a woman then, gets mis gets pregnant, then that's her mistake, right? It doesn't no, have I'm not saying. L listen to what I'm saying. Okay. When you choose the wrong partner, like, like what the old people used to say, mm -hmm. when you... When you uh, Lie with, lie with dogs, you get fleets. Yeah. You're the wrong partner. Uh-huh. Uh, have a kid by it, and then they don't support it. Usually, too, a lot of ladies, when they're younger, choose the bad boy, the guys that go to jail or whatever, the tough guys, the street mm -hmm. guys or whatever. But it's, not, but it's not his fault. It's a mistake she made. No, I'm saying it's both of their fault. Oh, okay. It's, it's both of their fault. Okay. It takes two to tango. But it's her that, her that But bears. she's the one that's screwed, isn't it? <laughs> she, she's the one that she's the one that suffers for it. Mm -hmm. Nine times out of ten, because he's going to be locked up. That's just uh -huh. the reality. Okay. I'm, I'm not yeah. saying it's right. Uh -huh. I'm not saying it's right. But nine uh -huh. times out of ten, you got a lot of single women out here, a lot of single mothers. Yeah. You know, Some of them are by then, choice. In fact, there's a whole bunch of them that are by choice. Yeah, like my mother. Yeah. Right. My mother. Uh, exactly. She, she could have got rid of us four, but she didn't. But she didn't. She hung on to y'all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And then this, this, the second issue that you're looking at, a lot of issue has to do with paternity clause. They, they don't want to do mandatory DNA tests because they say they're invasion of privacy. Oh, dear. But oh, isn't that funny? Invasion of whose privacy? The man's privacy. Okay, but see, the, the thing <laughs> is this. That man had, look, <sighs> a lot of times they'll blame a man and it's not his kid, and that man, that man finds out at some point. Yeah, he would have wanted DNA testing. So how about you just go ahead and get the DNA test, and if it's not yours, you don't pay, okay? It's easy, it's easy peasy. That law actually just came out. If y'all do some research on it, yeah, I don't want that. That was a couple of years back. Mm. Well, I'd much it's rather it's women have rights up front than worry about paternity tests mm -hmm. down the road. Okay. 
that's go ahead, true, brother. But it's just talk. <laughs> okay, but so basically, the reason that men run the world is because women have babies. Is that it? Somebody the has to take, look, somebody, it's the reality. Most <laughs> women will most hold on. Most women will not two things. Most women will not marry a man that makes best in them, or even or even date a man that makes best for them. Man, you two, you are you are lost in the 1960s. I swear no, no, to no. God. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's a re- it's, it's, this is the reality of it. It's, it's the second part of it. Women need time when they take off to raise those kids and 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 what you call maternity leave and everything. Hmm. They need that. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, but men don't. Okay, hold up, brother. You are putting everything on the woman. Everything, just no, no, like, no, yes, you are, yes, you are. Women need time to raise the baby. Do you know that in Europe, men get paternity leave as long as the mothers get maternity leave? Because in Europe, they know that fathers should be involved in the raising of the child, but not here. We're too busy trying to keep women pregnant, barefoot, and in the kitchen raising children. Am I right? No, no. Yes, I am. <laughs> okay, you got it. We got two more calls, so can okay. wrap it up. Yeah, what I'm saying is this. Unfortunately, under the way the world's economics is, somebody in the household has the, has the work, and it takes two people to raise a family. Oh, God. It does. It takes two. Really? Didn't Bye. take my, didn't take my mother, too. Didn't Bye. take Gene's mother, too. Let him too. wrap it up, I mean, you? Yeah, you got, you got exceptions. I'm not saying there aren't. That's why I didn't say all. Okay. But the majority of people with the economics now takes two people to raise a child. Okay. Well, we're thank gonna have, you. We're going to have to go Thanks on. so much. We, we got, got other waiting. calls. Thank you. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. You're on the air. Hello. Hello. You're on the air. Hello, Kenny Bonnie. Hello. How y'all doing this morning? Good. Good. Uh, I know this is off but uh, we need to do something about these homeless people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're just uh, engrossed. Well, Matt, well, here in Texas, we'd like to make some more because we're not going to help any of the poor people with any kind of insurance or help uh, uh, for them or their children. So uh, I think you're people in Texas... The legislators in Texas want no part of helping anybody, and that includes the homeless. Except they they don't want them to be seen. Go ahead, ahead, brother. What about the homeless? Well, I was in a restaurant this morning out there on Table Avenue. Next thing I know, some guy's yelling, Hey, some guy just stole a ladder out of somebody's truck. Well, it just happened to be my ladder. And I jumped up and chased him down. Uh, He threw the ladder down, and when I got out of the truck, he took off running. Well, I was fixing to touch him up, but uh, you know, I got the ladder back, locked okay. up. Okay. But uh, yeah, they're just they're just stealing stuff out left and right. You them. know why? Because they're hungry and they ain't got nowhere else to go or do. So you well, know. I know that. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm sorry that that happened, but I, I'm sorry. We have got. I mean, it bites, so but we have to look, we got to look at big picture. We can't just say we yeah. have to do something about this homeless thing mm-hmm. and then walk right. away. Well, I know that they take food down there to the homeless people down there on Good Latimer. That's all up under the bridge in Tenth City there. Uh-huh. And they they come down there with soup kitchens and everything else on trucks. And uh-huh. They feed all these people. Yeah. So if they're not going to... Would you rather them just go hungry? Well, I know they're hungry. Would uh, you rather them just go hungry? No. Uh, well, then, well, what's the answer? Well, the answer is give them a Johnny, fine and dandy, but create some kind of work program for them. Oh, well, they can okay. Start over. Okay, okay, cool. Thank you so much. Thank you. We got, Thank good morning. You. Thanks for mm-hmm. calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Hello. Hello. You're on the air. Uh, good morning. How y'all doing? Good morning. Okay. Uh, I was uh, listening to a guy, uh, I think it was a state representative talking about the vouchers down there for education. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, 
it was to my understanding that the BAFTA program cannot even uh, support all the kids that might want a voucher. So they they're going to discriminate with that. Which I'm glad I'm glad the vouchers fail, but uh, they don't have enough money. Then they wanted to uh, they wanted to fund pre-K in private schools, but they don't want to fund pre-K in public schools. And the fact that it looks like they're going to lose this fight with the vouchers. And I heard them say on the news that uh, uh, Governor Abbott is probably going to call a special session and hold everybody in there until it passes. Have y'all heard that? Oh, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. He's always threatening. He's always threatening. that. Let's remember in 2021, he called four special sessions. To get his right. voting BS through and through the entire state and the entire election process into a tizzy. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. he, is, uh, he doesn't think beyond the end of his nose. What can we do, brother? Well, I, well I'm going to say this right here. Uh, I think something needs to be done. I don't know if we can go under the federal oversight in the state of Texas or not like <laughs> DISD used to be, but it's, uh, if you go underfund something, and cause it to fail, then you want to come in and take it over because it failed, but it failed because you underfunded. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, if you're not going to fund it properly, then there's no, that's the reason it failed. You set it up to fail, then you want to take it over. Just like the Houston uh, ISD down there, you underfunded. That's a very and, good insight. That's yeah. my take on it. So, all right, but have a great day. Thank y'all for taking my call. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. You have a good day, too. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Hello? Okay. Oh, that one didn't want to wait that long. So I just got a text back from uh, the president of 6171. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Frontier contract was counted yesterday and did not ratify. So that said, uh, they're going back to the table. But so he didn't say whether or not it was recommended. No. Um, he said the company said it was recommended, but uh, but he didn't believe the company. And that's a good idea. Don't ever believe him. 972-647-1893. The station just loves it when you call. I bet the station manager is listening right now, and I bet he's very happy because we've had so many calls this morning. And that's a good thing. Uh, we've been talking about Clarence Thomas. Nobody got interested in that. How about the two black... Tennessee representatives who were kicked out of the legislature. They were kicked out of the legislature because they went to a gun control rally. Well, and they were, they turned off their microphone when they were speaking, uh, which is is unprecedented, Mm -hmm. for one. Uh, These were elected representatives. Elected representatives. They had the floor. Mm -hmm. Uh, The the House, they turned off their microphones. So one of them got a megaphone. To speak to his colleagues. Right. Uh, and that made them very angry. And there was a white woman that was right there with him, two African-American men and a white woman. And strangely enough, strangely enough, they expelled the two African-American men, mm-hmm. and she got to stay for, by one vote. Mm-hmm. That and, guy said that there was some, uh, some technical reason. Yeah. She said it wasn't because she was white. Yeah, right. Okay. And she's wonderful. She said, you know, when the, when the press said, why do you think they didn't expel you? And she said, well, I, the color of my skin. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Good morning, Jeannie. Hi. Good morning. Yeah, you were talking about uh, the labor report mm-hmm. and uh, African-American unemployment. Yeah. down to five mm-hmm. and so that means if it was the same as white unemployment the overall rate would be like two something yeah right yeah it, I so think the white white men unemployment was uh, 3.2 mm-hmm. mm. well, well, well the whites well, whites unemployment was 3.2 blacks yeah. is 5.0 yeah okay so so if you do the math if you uh, drop the black unemployment to equal the white unemployment, the overall unemployment would be two points something. Yeah, it would go way down. It right. would go, go way down. down. Now, when you look on the, uh, the, the page for uh, 
the Bureau of Labor Statistics, there's still 9.9 million jobs available in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And the number so, of job seekers and the number of jobs open has uh, has changed somewhat, but I don't I don't have the numbers here. Right. Mm-hmm. So that means uh, if they got 9.9 million jobs, well, why is the African American unemployment rate so high? That yeah, why they won't hire? They won't hire people. That's right. Okay, all right. Okay, so it's well, clearly discrimination always yeah. has been. Always has been. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Now let's talk about uh, the person was talking about the women not being responsible, making choices, <laughs> but to have baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. When you look at the fifteen nineteen project, mm-hmm. they talk about how uh, a black woman was. Probably had about twelve pregnancies during her lifetime mm-hmm. because only six of them would uh, would survive. Right. So I mean, that's part, you know that started back then, but it was okay then because they were breeding people like cattle. They exactly. were breeding them like animals, and that's, that's what true. they'd like because the white people, you know, the white people are not having babies. And and they are these these older white people are freaking out. What well, older white men? Oh, older white men, yes, yeah. are freaking out because white women are not having babies. Mm-hmm. So they're fuckers. Oh my God! You know what, Leon? All these new black and brown people. They might start treating these old white people the way that the old white people have been treating black and brown people all this time. What do you think? Uh, well, <laughs> uh, maybe if you stop doing what you're doing now, yeah, you might get a little, you know, well, they're not doing it now. That was what was done then. Right. Maybe you get now, a little reprieve. Right. But now, but you're doing the same thing now with a different you know, candy-coated cover over right. it that they were doing then. Yeah. And, and and expecting people to not be able to, to, to understand what's going on. So right. if you stop what you're doing, then people won't have a reason to be angry with you because you didn't do what happened 300 years ago. You're responsible for what you're doing now. Right, right. Leon, we got to take a break. Thank you so much, brother. Have a good weekend. I know everybody wants us to shut up <laughs> so they can hear fast dominoes. So I got a I got an update from Travis, uh, the president of sixty one seventy one. The union did re- recommend uh, the ratification of the contract. The members disagreed, and, uh, got it right. and they so they will go back to the table next week. So hopefully they'll get something better. Yep. And I hope they do. I hope they do too. And we all we all should be pulling together. I'm in the auto workers union, and the auto workers are looking at major contracts with what they used to call the big three. <laughs> now they just call them the Detroit Three. Yeah, because Toyota true. is bigger than any of them. Yeah. But uh, Ford and Chrysler and uh, General Motors contracts all come up this summer. So, uh, of course, I'm in an aerospace local, but I've been trying to think, how would you get ready to defend your union? Because they're going to try to break the back of, a, of an important union. There's also a great big contract coming up in July for the Teamsters, and that's the USPS contract. Yeah. I think, I think the whole world needs to get ready to defend our major unions because the unions are the only reason that we're not just all starving to death and working for nothing. 972-647-1893. If you have an opinion, you may certainly call and give it. If you don't, you're going to get ours because Bonnie and I have opinions after opinions. We're just good. We're just like that. You I know. never did finish talking about Clarence Thomas. Oh, uh, my God. There's so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking, we are talking major luxury vacations here. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, okay. not to mention uh, Donald Trump. He is calling for Congress to defund the Department of Justice. He wants to get rid of the Department of Justice and the FBI, and that's causing the Republicans' problems because 
they're saying that they're tough on crime and and the and their presidential candidate is saying to get These rid of the get rid of the popo. Isn't that like what they were screaming about before that you don't want to defund the police? Yeah. I don't know. I'm so confused. He's confused. It is I throwing think. it's throwing a monkey wrench into into what the Republicans want you know they want to have a program that they all can agree on and donald trump keeps <laughs> keeps messing them up good morning thanks for calling can win good, good morning you're on the air hello hello you're on the air are you there can you bunny yes Hi. hello uh happy easter everybody Hey, um, uh, gene and bunny uh bunny i was with you guys in uh, uh southern sector of rise and i was uh I acted as uh, Eric Johnson at the end of the, <laughs> at the at the very last minute of the program that y'all was doing for for Shingle Mountain and everything. And out of that, I was trying to uh, build a little uh, workstation for the homeless, uh, the handicapped, or the ones that were trying to get back. And which we were setting up something like upcycling uh, for the, for the people that's homeless can come in and and get about five or six boxes and whatever is in those boxes, they take it out and they put it on the table and they'll sell it for that day and they keep the money because the stuff that was, uh, was given to us, it was donated to us and it was just a, a, a pilot project and we was kind of like using it with the students at Townview in the history, historical history. And i just like to say, you know, what is, uh, what is any organization out there like to pick up this pilot program of a nonprofit or I just have to do it on my own as far as uh, setting up these little uh, workshops and these little pop-ups so that these people that just willing to go back to work. You got a lot of people out there that's handicapped, homeless, they are willing to go back. And some of them can take this, these things, these clothes, these this furniture, and just sit there and sell it and make a little money. And they can do this almost maybe once a month and come out with something that'll give them some kind of deal to help them back into society. So it was just a little pilot program, but uh, it doesn't take the rising. I appreciate that. Ms. Mayo uh, uh, is a very, very, very good organizer, you guys. And so I was just want just listen to Eugene uh, and, and Brian. Y'all always got it going on. Uh, so thank I'm you. Thank you to you guys, and, and uh, big ups to you. And I hope to get this thing fixed by the end of uh, we have our uh, alumni program. Okay, okay well, that's great. Thanks so much. Bonnie, do you uh, need to explain yeah, anything? I just, I'd like to recommend to you to go over to City Square. You know where that is on Malcolm X? Go over there, go over there and talk to them. Tell them about your program that you would like to get off the ground and see if there's somebody there that may, may be able to help, okay? Thank you. Okay, thank you so much. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. You're on the air. Hello. Hello, you on the air. Good morning. Yes, good morning. Uh, this is Jackson. I, I just had a comment. It it seems to me people in high places are just losing it. I, I, I don't know what's happening uh, in our minds and in our hearts. Seems like their hearts done just went some other way. And as far as the king is... Uh, I just use the word pen. Pen seem to be the majority, and I hope uh, everyone can understand when I say the pen. I'm not saying the whole word. I just say the pen, and it seems to me that uh, I look at the alphabet and the P's outnumber the V's. So mm -hmm. I, I'll leave, I'll leave that alone. And I would like to say Clarence Thomas have always been a puzzle that's hard to fit in the whole picture, in the whole puzzle. I, I never could find a piece to finish my puzzle on him. Yeah. So uh, everyone have a good Easter. And Thank you so much. God for your show. Thank you so much. Have a nice Easter. Good morning. Right. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Hello. Good morning. Just quickly, this is Mayor Frontier. My voice is a little bit messed up. But I just wanted to say thank you. And I got five big letters, L-A-B-O-R. And thanks so much for the support that they have given us uh, in this race as, as uh, for city council. But it's just an 
but you all continue to keep this conversation out front. And I just heard you quickly talk about something that's very important, what folks need to understand. When the union wins, everybody wins. And if you're not a part of the push or the struggle, you know how those folks are scared to step up to the plate. Yep. But when you fight, like Bonnie and Dean, when you all are fighting, they still reap the benefits. You see, and so that's the message we need. To whether they fight when they when we when you win, they win too. That's right. And so I thank y'all for everything, and I want them just get stronger in just the whole uh, movement and, and advocacy. And I can't say thank you enough for the confidence that labor has put in with me, so that we can work together strong as partners. So thank you so very much, and. Uh, Keep, keep it, keep on keeping on. Thank, uh, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm glad the labor and Go get you. you. Go get. Go get you a medicine ball at the at the Starbucks. <laughs> get your. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Thank you, ma'am. Have a great weekend. Happy Bye. Easter. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Station just loves it to death when you call. Did you catch that quote for them from Jackson, Bonnie? That was cool. He said, people in high places are just losing it. That interests me very, very, very much. I think he's right. Because I've been reading a lot about change and how change comes about. And it seems that one of the requirements is that the people in charge... Have to go crazy? Yes, they do. No! They have to lose lose their balance. They have to lose their their continuity and their uh, program. And, uh, I think that's happening. And it does seem to be happening because clearly Donald Trump is going to win the, the, uh, the nomination for president. <laughs> and, and basically we only have two political parties. It's too bad, but we only have two political parties. And one of them is going to be headed by someone that is completely out of step, not only with, uh, not only with, uh, the people in general, but even with his own followers, oh, and uh, does not represent the values of the people that vote for him. No. So, <laughs> so I would say that there is chaos at the top, and yeah. uh, that's one of the requirements for basic and and thorough and complete change. Oh my and lord! I am in favor of great change. <laughs> Me because too. Because but, even though this is a democratic country and it was it was founded to be a democratic country, and democratic democracy improved right up to 1980, uh, pretty pretty <laughs> consistently. Uh, and then along come Ronald Reagan. But it was never it was never complete. No. Nope. We never had democracy, for example, on economics. People never got to decide. Uh, what the Federal Reserve was going to do or uh, or what the Treasury Department was going to do. Those were always run by the rich people. Oh, and also, <laughs> because of their control over economics, they also had complete control over our foreign policy. And the people never really got a chance to, uh, for example, to vote on the war in Vietnam or to vote on the war in Korea or to vote on the war in Syria or the one in Lebanon or the one in Yemen or the one in Afghanistan Ukraine. or Libya yeah. or Iran or anywhere. Or, or Nicaragua. Nicaragua, or right. Those were never the decisions of the people. Those were decisions of the ruling rich. And so our democracy was never complete. And I would like to see us complete that democracy. In other words, I think that the people should rule. 972-647-1893 is the number. So call us and see what you think. I also think that there's an upsurge going on in the labor movement, and it's not because that there's more unions. It's because people have realized that the labor movement, the union movement, is the very core of the progressive movement. That's right. And that is why in the Dallas AFL-CIO, I'm trying to get a constituency group going that everybody could join. You don't have to be a union member. Get in touch with me, genelance.org, and uh, join with the union movement and make fight for progress. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Gene? Uh huh. Bonnie? Yes, sir. How you doing? Good. Are you sorry? I wasn't going to call in, but you hit my note that time. One thing I ever told what Dr. Claude Anderson wrote in Powernomics and his books, let me tell you something. There was, every time they'd bring a five slaves over here, they would have to bring uh, one of their people from Europe to guard those slaves. That's why the First Amendment was wrote. 
Mm-hmm. And, and thank you, Regine, for explaining it to them. The people, you, Billy Bob, and all you guys, y'all are the America, y'all following Trump, bro. But I'm going to tell you something. We are all, Dr. King tried to tell y'all in his movement that it wasn't a black man's movement in America with the war in Vietnam. He tried to tell you. It's a poor people's movement. Mm-hmm. And once we come together and quit looking at our skin colors and realize we are in this one boat together, and if the poor people don't come up and and then and, and organize and, and love one another and crop pretending they love Jesus, who's supposed to die on the day and rose three days later, and it wasn't on a Sunday, we know that. But we got to come together. Thank you, Gene. You hit my note. Poor white people, we have to come together now. We all in the same boat. And Russia and China okay. looking at us, okay? All right. Thanks so Thanks, much. Thanks, Imani. Appreciate your call. And you can call us, too, at 972-647-1893. This is a good time for me to remember Reverend Charles Stovall, who just passed recently. Yep. Because it was on one of those Friday marches. They used to have a, a, a march Friday. on a good Friday. I yep. don't know if they still do that or not. I, I don't know. But when I was able, I used to go with them. And... Uh, Reverend Stovall gave the best sermon I ever heard. And I want to make this point just in memory of, of Reverend Stovall. He said, this, his sermon said, Jesus did not have to die. If you think about it, Jesus did not have to die. All he had to do was keep his mouth shut. Yep. All he had to do was let the injustice go by. All he had to do was let people get treated unfairly and mean and get killed while they're in police custody and uh, starved to death and uh, not get decent schooling. All he had to do was keep his mouth shut. Jesus did not have to die, Reverend Stovall said. And I thought that was the best sermon I ever heard in my life. He's a pretty awesome dude. I I love him dearly. I sure Mm -hmm. do. You know, we lost uh, Reverend Halsey Hickman a couple of weeks ago. His best friend. Yep, so all I know is somebody up there is getting a hell of a preaching this weekend. Mm-hmm. They got Reverend Stovall, <laughs> they got Halsey Hickman. Uh-huh. Man, oh man, to be hear those sermons, I'll bet they're going to be awesome. Uh, Reverend Hickman would use, was it Langston Hughes? Yes. He would yes. use poetry from Langston Hughes. Yes. In his uh, in his uh, sermons, and so powerful, so keep your, powerful. Keep your hand on that plow, hold on. That's and, right. And uh, he would he would repeat. He used iteration. He, he would repeat the same thing and get the rhythm going like uh, Jesse Jackson does. Right. And, right. Uh, that that made for great. Uh, emotional experience while he was doing his sermons. We had some good, we had some damn good Sundays. The best thing about those two guys are, well, there were a lot of great things about them, but they always worked with everybody else. Yes, And uh, there was a time when labor would didn't have very many friends in the faith community, and boy, there was Holsey Hickman and, and Reverend Charles Stovall, because they recognized that people have to come together, That's as Imani right. keeps telling us every Saturday. Exactly, exactly. We, we had a wonderful today. time this Saturday talking with you. We, we have some very intelligent people calling in, and we have to go now, though. Make way for the best music in North Texas. <laughs> Thank you, Gene and Bonnie. Say goodbye, Bonnie. Goodbye, Bonnie. <laughs> goodbye, Bonnie. Goodbye, Gene.